Hello everyone, welcome to the 5 Minutes Podcast. Today I like to continue the podcast about anti-fragility or anti-fragile. If we go back to last week's podcast, I worked hard to prove to you that the opposite of fragile is not strong or it's not robust. It's not someone that resists to chalk. That is the opposite of being destroyed with chalk. Anti-fragile is something that becomes better with chalk. Remember when I said about our muscles? When we stress our muscles, they improve and we become stronger. When we move the dandelion through the wind, seeds fly and more dandelions will be born. If we think about the Hydra of Hercules, the mythological figure, if you cut one head, two heads will grow. And this is the concept of anti-fragile. But of course, we finished the podcast with one question. Okay, how do I become anti-fragile? And how do I create a system that is anti-fragile? And then I want to share with you five steps to do that. The first one, you need to reduce dramatically your fragility. And by saying that, I'm not saying the opposite of what I said in episode one. But I'm saying that you need to think like what Nassim Taleb calls the barbell bar. Remember when you were doing weightlifting? There is a bar and you put weights on one side and the other side. And the concept of reducing fragility means that you will put 90%, 85% of your effort, of your money in extremely low risk, extremely robust options. And 10%, 15% on the other side in absolutely aggressive, really risky initiatives. And in the middle, you don't put anything. Let me give you an example in finance. Let's suppose you have $100 of savings. What I'm telling you is that you should put $90 in US treasures and $10 in Bitcoin. Why such so dramatic? Because on the 90%, you are protecting the core. On 10%, you are accepting the fragility to get to the anti-fragility. And then you don't put and you don't jeopardize your full risks. And this is the concept of the barbell bar. I'm not saying that everybody agrees with that. For example, when we talk about economy, some economists, some financial advisors, they agree with that approach. Others, they don't agree. What Nassim Taleb says, it's pointless for you to put in something that is, I would say, average risk and average return. He said it doesn't work. You need to protect the real core, 90%, and other 10% you will bet. And you will bet to get the fragility. This is the first step. The second step is generate options. And this makes me remember the episode of What Matters, the series about career I released last year. And the episode two is about options. And I said in the video, in the YouTube video, I said that you need to have options because if you don't have options, your risks will jeopardize. So you need to generate options. And how do you generate options? Being creative, curious, thinking differently, and generate options by unlearning, not by learning, but by unlearning. You unlearn things that you learned before, because this is what will allow you to think differently. 
When you have an anti-fraud system and something disrupts this system, what do you do? You don't try to go back to the previous state, but you try to learn from what happened to create a new future state that is different from the previous one and far more anti-fragile than the previous one. Another example I want to give, during my time at Brightline, we did a research with the economist, and this research had a case study. And the case study is a Volkswagen case study where they call their transformation process a two-speed engine, where they put the biggest chunk of their investment in innovation, talking about continuous innovation and I would say not completely disruptive innovation. It's how I can get better cars in the future. Which kind of improvements will produce a better car? And then they create a second engine that is completely disruptive to rethink the concept of transportation. But why they did that? Because you need to protect the core. And this goes back to the first item, reduce fragility. The third one is create models or modularize. And what is that? It's like the Jenga game. Remember the Jenga, the tower with the wooden bricks, and then you remove the bricks trying to keep the tower without collapsing. This is exactly the aim of creating models because if something gets fragile, you don't lose everything. You may lose a little bit, but you contain the damage. So you try always to create, for example, when you develop a software, you create models because if one collapse or one gives a trouble, you have the other ones that will continue to operate. And this is the concept that will improve your anti-fragility. The fourth one is risk your own skin. It means have your skin on the game. And it's so true because most of the time when people have their skin on the game, they become far more anti-fragile. And I want to share with you, probably this is not real, but it's a good story about the architects in the ancient Rome. The story tells that when the bridge, for example, the old bridge is ready, they put the architect to live under the bridge for half a year. And why they do that? Because this will make the architect or the engineering more aware of the danger of the bridge. So if something happens to the bridge, he or she will be the first one to collapse with the bridge. And they said that if you do that, the architect will be far more cautious on doing his calculations. And this is why the Rome construction is still sturdy after 2,000 years, okay? And also they said, if something goes wrong, the good aspect is that uh, we'll have one less bad architect. So we'll build resilience through failure. Of course, colleagues, I'm not saying that you should do that. But this is just, I would say, a story that will help us to understand what is the skin in the game. For example, many investment banks, many brokers... They give, for example, bonus in terms of stocks. They give bonus in terms of their shares because this will help them to see their skin on the game. If the company does not go well, it will be very bad for them. And last but not least, reflect and learn from failure. When you face a failure, you must learn and learn quick. I'm not saying that anti-fragile organizations, they do not fail. 
but they learn extremely fast. They adapt extremely fast and they move extremely fast. And this is what makes these companies unique. Just to recap, step one, you need to reduce the fragility. Remember the barbell bar, the waiting lift. Second, generate options. The third one, create models, create containers where you contain the situation if something collapses. Skin on the game means if people do not have their skin on the game, it will be very hard for them to move from a fragile because they will not see themselves fragile. They will see the company, but for them, they think they are still robust because they will not be impacted by the problem. And last but not least, reflect and learn from failure and learn fast. So these are the five steps for you to become anti-fragile. I'm sorry for the length of this podcast is almost twice the normal size, but I think this is a topic that is very worth learning and discussing because in the current times, this is a key competence that all of us, including our organizations, must have. Okay, I hope you enjoy this podcast. See you next week with another five minutes podcast.